Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. You're listening to The Morning Mix. It's that time of week again. It's time to gen up on the news with the lovely Linda Raskin. How are you? Hello, I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. I can't believe it's Friday already. It is Friday already. I know. I can't believe it's November already. Well, do you know something? (laughs) Fabulous news. We've got 50 days left till Christmas. Yabba dabba do. (laughs) Everything's bought, parceled, labelled. You know me. Oh, uh, Linda, honestly, I'm fibber, so... Fibber. See, this is the thing. I love Christmas. I really do love Christmas, but I love Christmas Day. It's the run-up to Christmas. Once it hits, kind of five o'clock, New Year's oh. Eve, I, or Christmas Eve, I know there's nothing I can do. That's when I start to enjoy Christmas. But um, the lead-up, I mean, I've got, I've got, you know... 49 days of worry <laughs> and then the 50th day I'll go out and do my shopping. Well, I, I, there was a thing on television yesterday when I dragged myself away from Connect just for a moment and I watched this programme. Oh, I hope it wasn't between 10 and 1. <laughs> oh, certainly not. Perish the thought. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> oops. However, <laughs> this programme said that now is the time when you should buy your Christmas presents because sales are on, prices are good, there's a good choice, you should do it now. And, you know, I just sat down and nearly cried. Oh, I know, I know. But actually, sometimes you're actually better off leaving it till maybe the couple of days before Christmas because that's when the real sales. That's when, and, and also your mind clicks in and you think, right, I've got to make a decision. <laughs> exactly. You, know, you can't mess about, you just just take it. It's just so lovely, though. You know, you're, you're in town, it's Christmas Eve, everybody is elbowing you in the chest and other areas. <laughs> uh, everybody's grabbing for presents. You're fighting with people in stores. Because Nothing. you wanted that last, you know, uh, selection box yeah, or whatever yeah, it is, yeah. and then uh, in the background, all you can hear is, "I wish it could be Christmas every day." <laughs> <laughs> you just want to take two paracetamol and lie exactly. down in the dark room. <laughs> well, I'm doing Christmas dinner this year, so oh. I'm quite excited about that because you know me, I love my cooking. Oh, that's so uh, that'll be good. How many have you got? A huge household? No, I, there'll be four of us. Oh, that's manageable. four of us. Great. And uh, our producer Vlad, um, I invite him to come along uh you know with him being foreign and all that um I've got so a foreign did... background by the way and I oh, I'm have you, have you? Yeah. Have you? well um I invited our, our Vlad along but uh, he d- I, I think he deliberately then went out and, and booked flights back to Romania <laughs> to see his folks so <laughs> he'll do anything to get out of eating my food Vladimir well honestly. done <laughs> Okay, listen, let's get on with uh, the social media trends of the week. And we're starting off with uh, good old Boris Johnson. Yeah, yes. Hashtag uh, Brexit. Earlier this week, Boris Johnson claimed that UK leaving the EU would be a titanic success. Oh, dear. A funny man called Paul tweeted, if the good ship Brexit does sink like the Titanic, you can be sure Captain Boris will be on the first lifeboat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you know, um, they do say oh, that, uh, I mean, Boris Johnson is, is, you know, no matter what you think of him politically, he is quite a wordsmith. I don't know if that's been accidental. Well, he said the Foreign Secretary made the remark at the Spectator Parliamentarian of the Year and he later clarified he meant that it would be a colossal Right. See, I was wondering, did he get Titanic mixed up with maybe Titan? Ah, 
Well, I didn't think of that. Mm. Yeah, do you think so? I, I don't do, know. I don't know. I don't know. But then that's when I thought, mm, well, you know, politicians are usually pretty measured and well conversed in what they're going to say. Yeah, so he, He's a bit of a wild card, Boris. Yes, he is. I, he like, is. I like him. He's, <laughs> he's, he's bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, let's move on to something which uh, I'm sure we can all identify with. Um, you know, throughout our lives, we've had times where we've had... Uh, maybe not the best neighbours yeah maybe I'm maybe I'm the one <laughs> maybe I'm the one. Oh, listen I've probably been that one well there's nothing like disastrous singing or noisy spring cleaning to make you think about your neighbours so here are some Twitter users worst experiences now the first one is my neighbour keeps vacuuming his floor when I'm sleeping at night so I started vacuuming the ceiling as he sleeps at 3am <laughs> that is absolute shocking vacuuming the ceiling at three in the morning for revenge I know I know do you know I used to an apartment I lived in many years ago I used to live underneath this woman who would play her music so loud that I was able to sing along oh that's shocking and I remember one day going upstairs uh, to her and saying look you know the music is just too loud my music is not too loud I said, your music is too loud. I said, can you just turn it down? I was living on my own at the time. Um, So I didn't have a bit of muscle to send up there and say, oi, get that music turned down. So I'm like, please, can you turn it down? And she was like, it's it's not loud. It's not loud. I said, you've just been playing George Michael, such and such. I was singing along to it. So I think she got the message then. But uh, she did tone it down a bit. No. Oh. Um, she got the message that I could hear it though. Oh. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it can be difficult. You know, it can be really difficult when you know. I don't mind. You know, if it's a party now and again, um, or you know, particularly if it's at the weekend or whatever. But there has been the odd weekend where you know I've maybe been working the next day, or you know, getting up really earlier, or you know, my husband works on a Saturday, so it can be quite you know annoying if if all you can hear is you know music or laughing or people shouting or well we we had had great (laughs) neighbours some years ago it was marvellous they hated each other (laughs) and they fought like cat and dog and you know it was wonderful I was so sad when they left it was terrific do you know I yeah I mean there is nothing better than watching a good old rammy between neighbours at the same time (laughs) it was was really the most entertaining (laughs) it was great (laughs) oh brilliant okay let's move on to our next one I love this story now obviously we've just seen Halloween out and uh, this is just such a lovely story. Well, it's casually, this person was casually eating Nutella straight from the jar when she noticed her neighbour staring in the kitchen window in silent judgment. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, that's not the Halloween no. one. That's the, oh, you wanted, that we're oh, still with the neighbours. Yeah, I thought I that beg was, your pardon. I, well, I thought that was a bit sort of strange like you in your introduction because you can imagine <laughs> somebody just staring in at you. I mean, that's a bit eerie, isn't it? It is a bit weird. I mean, yeah. you're, you're doing your own thing. You can eat whatever you like from whatever jar you like. And this neighbour's staring in silent judgment. Well, do you know, I um, I used to live in a flat years ago, not realising that um, I thought I'd shut the, the blinds before, because I always shut the blinds before I went to bed, but I hadn't one particular night. And I remember sort of running down with not very much on uh-huh. um, to, to go to the loo and there was a pub across the road oh lovely did Mm. you get a big cheer (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, it went deathly silent. I think they all fainted. Um, anyway, listen, let's move on to that Halloween yes, story because it it's is. so it's, lovely. It is. It's absolutely the best. It's it's a hashtag Halloween and it was big this week and a great story surfaced on Twitter about a dad who conspired with an entire flight to make Halloween great for his little daughter. He gave everyone on the flight bags of candy so his girl could go trick-or-treating during the long-haul flight. Hashtag best dad. Oh, that's so lovely. I just think that's amazing. That is so lovely, isn't it? Do you know, we are trick-or-treaters around. We had quite a lot this year. I think we must have had about probably about 10 kids around this year. Um, so, you know, at one point we've got maybe four kids standing at the door and they're all dressed in, you know, their different garb and everything is a zombie such and such. Yeah. You know, a zombie cat, a zombie Robin Hood, <laughs> a zombie skeleton, a zombie this. Anyway, they all tell us a joke and, and you know how, you know, kids' jokes are, are just inevitably not funny at all. Right. So I'm standing there, you know, with my jaws aching from, you know, the fake belly laughs. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we're handing out the monkey nuts and the sweeties and the chocolate and, you know, all these things that we've got for the kids. And uh, so they'd all finished telling their jokes. So I told them a joke. Do you know something? It was like tumbleweed bouncing off their heads. Not a single titter from any of them. They just looked blankly at you. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, here's my here's my dog, Lucas. Um, I said, actually, he's not my dog. He's our pet rabbit. I said, he's dressed up as a dog for Halloween. <laughs> Honestly, tumbleweeds. They didn't laugh. No, no, they didn't laugh at my joke and they didn't I... laugh at the, the fake Lucas thing. They just kind of went, bye. <laughs> they were probably terrified and thought you'd gone mad. I just thought, note to self, you know, they'll be telling, you know, everybody, we've, we went to this really weird blind woman's house, the blah, blah, blah. So, um, well, we felt absolutely terrible because children came round this just as our bottoms touched the chairs to have dinner and they came round and Mikey went to the door and he said oh he said you all look super he said can you come back in about 20 minutes we're just having dinner but they didn't come back and I feel evil I feel Aww, terrible what a shame did you have monkey nuts and everything I did, for them I did I feel Linda, so bad. Now, that is bad because I, I interrupted my dinner about four times to answer the door to these oh, kids. I felt really evil. Oh, and you're wicked. bad. I know. You are. I've That's... gone around the neighbours trying to find them and I can't. I see you in a, such a different light now, Linda. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. Get out. The true light. You see me <laughs> yeah. now in the true light. Now listen, uh, we're going to end the Twitter section with uh, we had loads of lovely tweets this week because we had a fantastic interview with a great girl called Sarah Matthews. Now she had a phenomenal story and uh, she very kindly spoke to me in the morning mix this week. Are you going to play that? I thought you no. were going to play her interview because I was quite looking forward to that. No, we played it. We played right. it, but you can hear it again. It's on Audioboom and it's on our it website. Because I was when I saw this, I thought that's an amazing story. Because after losing her sight in an instant due to a freak accident that also left her paralysed, Sarah in this interview spoke about the joy she found in being able to walk her child to school again. That's amazing. She is completely amazing. She had a terrible, terrible head injury um, that left her blind completely oh blind goodness. which is irreversible oh, um and left her paralyzed and and what you know, was it what happened well you know she didn't really want to go into right. to that and we okay. respect that of course right. but it, it was a head injury oh, that horrible. that caused this and um sarah has been so stoic she really has she's been learning to walk again so brave. um she's hopefully going to learn how to use the cane she uses the orcam which is something that we featured at, at tech share we did, did an interview with orcam uh, 
texture and she's just coping so so remarkably um and you know one of her focuses was just to be able to walk her little boy to school again which you know things that that you know we would all take for granted it's the little things you don't think that means so much mm-hmm. um but you know she is still using her wheelchair when she's out and about but she's getting there uh but i've honestly to speak to somebody with so much guts and determination she's a really feisty girl she's brilliant i mean some people are just so brave that you, you can't take it in the courage that they have I know so incredibly inspiring so uh, thank you very much Sarah Matthews uh, if you're listening again for speaking to me on the morning mix it was just brilliant Um, okay let's move on to what's been happening in Facebook and uh, (laughs) Linda this might not be such good news for you but but it's great news for me (laughs) not shut up quite know how to take that i'll think about that and i'm not certain however uh, this is on facebook as you say and british folk have spread the news that the cleavage <laughs> the cleavage is no longer fashionable oh dear the telegraph also posted vogue has killed off the cleavage and it's a victory for small-breasted women everywhere i'm going into hiding <laughs> An article in the magazine's new edition says that women are no longer bearing their breasts. Wait, let I just button up my cardigan. Instead, <laughs> it claims we're choosing to show flashes of shoulder, stomach and leg. Wrong. The reason? Our old friend's social media and the sexual harassment, abuse and creepy feedback women get sent on a daily basis. That's why. But not everyone was happy because a woman called Claire said, Well, folk, I'm afraid I'm rather stuck with my cleavage. Tragically, I won't be on point this season (laughs) (laughs) neither will you linda yes fine thank you but i shall be at the height of fashion (laughs) honestly i'm so flat the walls are jealous of me i'm proud of my (laughs) bazoom Oh, honestly, that's just so funny. It really, really is. But, you know, I'm not too happy at the having to flash our legs bit either. Um, it's the stomach bit that I'm having nothing to do with. Oh, no, the legs for me. So, um, no, I'd rather flash my stomach than my legs. But uh, anyway, listen, let's move on to our next Facebook post. Well, this is about guide dogs. Fine, this is for Halloween and everything, bonfire night. Guide dogs posted some great tips on how to keep your dog calm during bonfire night. So here's some of them. Feed your pup earlier than normal so they can relieve themselves before the fireworks start. That's good. And make sure your pup is wearing their collar and their ID tag is up to date just in case they escape when the fireworks are going off. And also, you could prepare an area for your puppies to go if it becomes scared. And if they already have a crate, maybe cover it with a blanket to make it sort of quiet, a little dark den. You could also use a table or a cupboard under the stairs with an open door. You could do these things just to protect the poor things. We doggies. I know. Do you know, my Lucas just is not the least bit bothered by fireworks. Just lies down, doesn't react. Yeah, doesn't care. It doesn't even know they're happening. Really? Doesn't even know they're happening. You know, the head, he he has this massive bed in which he curls oh, up into the... Oh, it's the most th- wonderful bed. It's a fantastic bed, but he curls up into the tiniest little donut, um, tucks his face into his backside, and that's it. Nothing. He is the most laid-back dog I have ever come across. Oh, he's horizontal. Yeah, he, he is. Honestly. He's so placid. I wish I had Lucas's nature. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think a lot of people wish you had Lucas's nature. <laughs> For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.